dark side. Light this bitch up. What is up, everybody? My name is James D. Fiore, and this is Black Bolt. Uh, it's been a while. I've been on a little bit of a hiatus. I've been traveling on business. I got a kitty cat who's uh, probably going to jump on my computer any second now. And I wanted to sort of relaunch with an episode that sort of embodies what we like to do here at Cryer Media and what I like to do here on Blackballed, which is interview somebody that may be controversial, but nobody seems to talk to in a way that sort of is an exercise of good faith. And I wanted to do that today. And so my guest today is Arthur Pawlowski. Sir, how are you today? Good. Thank you so much for having me on your show. No problem. Thank you for coming. Um, okay. So you were recently found guilty of a couple of offenses and then the election happened. You got 99 votes in your riding. Can you explain if you think that the charges and the con- subsequent conviction uh, had a lot to do with the, uh, with the amount of votes that you got in the election? Oh, well, I guess you are <laughs> you are part of the society that still believes uh, that elections are actually democratic and not uh, rigged. We already have, and that's just a few days after the election, proof in our hands that the election was rigged. Uh, everywhere I would uh, travel around Alberta, I would have 400, 500 people coming, standing ovations, packed uh, halls, and yet you're telling me that uh, less than 100 people voted for me. Um, it doesn't happen uh, like that. I what, brought... kind of, what kind of hard evidence do you have that it was rigged? Well, we have evidence that on, uh, um, on the municipal addresses in um, the city of Calgary, uh, there were additional people placed on the ballot. So, for example you would go to vote and there were other names with the same last name on your home address. And that's just one of it. Then we have another one uh, that there is a difference between the scrutineers and actual uh, count in end. So when you compare the scrutineers, what they were collecting as the votes were coming, with the end results, uh, there is sometimes hundreds of different uh, votes. Of course, another big problem that we have seen was no one was checking if you are a citizen or not, if you were actually living in a province of Alberta or not. No one really cared about that. And of course, uh, how how do you know? Um, we probably could vote a thousand times uh, back and forth, back and forth. And it happened during our municipal election when they had Nenshi. So uh, there is so much stuff going on. I don't know if you are aware, but today judge was looking at some of the evidence as we speak with uh, the ex uh, right now, a minister of justice, Tyler Chandra. There were four candidates in court today with lawyers looking at the problems uh, that um, wasn't that, that because were... the vote discrepancy between first and second was less than 300 votes for most of those cases um, well you're talking about Tyler Chandro that's in that case uh, yes that's correct mm-hmm. however in other places uh, we're talking about 
uh, hundreds of votes that appeared out of nowhere and that different names were attached to um, people's home addresses. But, you know, in the end of the day, the moment they brought tabulators, the moment they brought the machines, I was not delusional that, of course, they're going to have the outcome they want, just like they had during the municipal election. Um, last time we had it, just like they had with Nehad Nenshi, the previous mayor. And when they introduced the tabulators in this election, the first thing when I learned that, I said, well, um, it's over before this whole thing even started. It was a different thing when we door knocked and talked to actual human beings, when they were taking selfies with us, when they were telling us we're voting for solidarity. And then in the end, with such a huge support, ha, we had few votes. OK, whatever. Okay, you're suspicious, but you don't actually have hard evidence. You have things that make you suspicious that there might have been something happening. No, no, no. We have evidence. We have actual evidence. Um, just like the last time we had hardcore documents is the problem we're facing that no judge really is willing to go through the evidence and challenge the elections of Alberta. That's the problem. We used to have checks and balances. We used to have accountability. We used to have media that was watching the politicians and the judges. We used to have the judicial system watching the politicians and everybody else. Right now, all of those people are combined in one. We do not have checks and balances anymore. We just have um, two parties um, the same coin. Um, do you know that no one else got in during this election except those two parties? No one. Nothing. Not even one seat. Come on. <laughs> it's like, seriously, we uh, have no difference of opinions in this country anymore. It's only them or them, just like in the United States of America, only the Democrats and uh, the Republicans. Uh, come on. Wherever I go, there is 10,000 different opinions. And suddenly here we have a mayor that was uh, that won. No one knew her. No one even knows her name. But suddenly she won in every riding by majority just out of the blue using <laughs> using their their crooked machines. Um, sorry, if you want to believe that, um, good luck. Okay, but you don't have actual hard evidence. And what I mean by hard evidence is um, evidence that you can take to court and say, if you exhibit A, your honor, it clearly shows that this vote was rigged and what that evidence would be. What I meant by, I'm not trying to, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to, to badger you here, but I'm just, when I say hard evidence, I mean proof that something was rigged, not suspicions because it looked like you had a lot of support and you took a lot of selfies and everything and then you only got 99 votes but actual hard evidence well, and it's okay. I'm not, I'm not trying, I'm not trying to pin you on this. I'm just wondering no, 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 no. what and the hard the, evidence would be. In an in in end, I am so happy that I didn't win. I, hmm. I, I know this is a bizarre, maybe for a person like you, I hate politics. I hate being around politics. Why would you run? Well, because I was making a statement. I was telling them that if he, they will not leave me alone, I'm going to cause them trouble and their trouble just began. We just outseated three snakes that did this to us, did this to me. Tyler Shandro took a boot because of our party. 
copying and Casey Madhu. And this is just the beginning. We're building a party. I'm sick and tired of this corruption. And if they will not allow me to be just a pastor, a person that feeds the homeless people and preaches the gospel, I will engage them at every corner, everywhere they go, political, media, and uh, also in a public eyes through the protests and rallies uh, when I'm finally free from the house arrest. So I was sending a message to them. Listen, you want to fight? You don't want to leave me alone and people like me? You got to remember in the province of Alberta, we have 3,000 prisoners or people under the boots of the COVID tyranny still fighting in the court system. There are four boys still in prison, innocent until proven guilty. Pedophiles, murderers, drug dealers, um, uh, bank robbers are outside on bail. And those firm, uh, four men without the criminal charges are still rotting in prison in the province of Alberta, in the so-called uh, conservative land, the Bible Belt of Canada. I mean, this is everything is rigged. Everything is upside down. So what I was doing, I was reminding them, it took Polish people nine years to finally destroy the communism in Poland. I started this party, believe it or not, in nine days. In nine days, I established a political entity and I managed to have 49 candidates. You know what I'm going to do in four years? Um, the sky is the limit. When I was the leader of the Independence Party of Alberta, I brought within few weeks over 3,000 people to our party. I'm going to do it again. Now I took a little bit time off because, you know, it was very intense. There was a lot of things going on in our church, on the streets. We have lots of homeless that we're dealing with. We're feeding thousands of people, election candidates, training them, talking to them. So I didn't have time for anything else. So I'm going to take a, a breather and then I'm going to start plowing. I mean, come September, either I'm in jail or outside of jail, I'm going to form the political party that they should start fearing right now because we have um a, we have a total confidence that sooner or later this great evil not only going to be exposed uh, but people will be so sick and tired just like they're tired about the transgender um homofascism uh, the grooming of the children the pedophilia that we have left and right the people are rising up i'm contacted by the muslim people right now i was contacted by the uh, hindus Hindus came to me and they said, we're sick and tired of this evil, wicked attack on our children. Uh, we need to unite. So uh, give me some time. If uh, nine days it took me to form a political entity, uh, I'm telling you, <laughs> soon uh, we're going to have every riding. And in the next election, I'm going to have a candidate in every riding in this province. Let's. You said the word homofascism. I don't think I've ever heard that word before. I want to talk to you a little bit about that issue, though, but let's leave the transgender stuff out of it for a second, just because it, it is too um, long. Of a, like We could do a whole show on that. So I just want to leave that out. And we'll talk about the LGB community. And I want to know if you think that there is a possibility that maybe people think that your views on this are a little archaic and outdated. I want to also know if you, in 2013, um, if or 2012 it might have been, did you go on record blaming the floods in Alberta on homosexuals? Well, first of all, I'm sure you did not read my letter. So uh, we can talk about this, but you got to go and first read what I put. It was a letter to the church 
not to the public, not outside of the church. This was a letter to the Christians. If you read the whole letter, then we can go back and, and have this conversation. Okay, well, I, do, I don't think it matters who you read it to. I only care about it, whether or not it was your thoughts. So my thoughts is uh, very clear. You can call it archaic, but homosexuality, transgenderism, sexual perversion, uh, pedophilia, uh, grooming of the children, sexualization of the children, sex outside marriage, all of those things are sin. You may disagree with that. I don't really care. The same way I don't care what kind of a coffee you drink. You can drink your coffee black. I don't care. That's up to you. But do what you think the gay people care? Well, first of all, I'm gay. I'm happy. Uh, they're not gay. They're not happy. I counsel right. homosexual people and they're not happy. You know, transgender people, 50% of them that um, do a surgery commit suicide. Uh, that doesn't tell me that they're happy. They're very miserable. They, are, um, they don't know what to do with themselves. They are hooked on drugs. They come to me for counseling. You know I feed homosexual people. And now I know. You feed the homeless and they're made up of a very large milieu of overall society. I got that part. Yeah. I want to know if you think that some natural disasters are God's wrath against homosexuality. Oh, I 100% I believe that God from time to time uses natural disasters to awaken the people. I mean, flood is a perfect example of a natural disaster are you start but don't you think that that explains why you might have gotten 99 votes because what you just said jerry falwell said once that the 9 11 attacks was god's answer to the aids crisis and you were kind of saying the same thing except natural disasters instead of 9 11. i i need to understand in 2023 you don't have to necessarily agree with somebody's choices in life but to say that the omnipotent being that you believe in would commit murder in order to punish society for housing these people or for, for allowing these people to live their lives is kind of crazy. And it's very hateful. And I'm wondering if you're able to prepare yourself to, to maybe come to grips with the fact that you're not popular because you say hateful things. Well, if uh, having hundreds of people coming to my town halls is not popular, I don't know how many people will come to your town hall. I had 600 people showing up at the premier's own riding just a few months ago. I'm on a tour right now being invited. I have 10,000, 15,000 people coming to hear me speak. Uh, well, uh, maybe to you that's not popular. To me, that's good enough. I'm not looking for, for more. Um, so uh, if it comes to my views, why they're hateful? Because they're different than yours. No, no, they're actually... hateful because you just said that your God will commit murder in order no. to express himself over his dislike of homosexuals. And I find that to be hateful. I don't find that to be like getting my coffee black. I find that to be taking my coffee and throwing it in the face of a child and then throwing him off a building. That sounds very hateful. Yeah, but why, why you're talking to me about this? Talk to God about it. I didn't write the Bible. The Bible is very clear. If you commit sin and you will not repent from that sin you're going to end up in hell if you don't if you have a problem with that well you gotta talk to the one that wrote the book I well I, if you can get constantine on the phone i will i will gladly speak to constantine <laughs> he can tell me why he concluded those listen the, the bible saying the bible says and then and then um telling me that you know god will smite those that sin isn't very convincing to me as a non-believer. I need well, to like... You know, in the end of the day, it doesn't matter. I don't care if you believe or not. That's up to you. 
not up to me. You're free not to believe. But you, you seem to want to you seem to want to take your beliefs and blanket society with them and make a statement that God is capable of literal murder because he doesn't agree with the lifestyle of some of the people on earth. And I find that to be kind of batshit. Well, it could be to you. I have a problem with the people that are grooming children. I have a problem with the pedophiles that are dressing themselves in a weird, sexual, perverted way in front of little children. Here is the thing. If you have the urge to dress yourself in a sexual, perverted way in front of toddlers, you're a pervert, period, full stop. There is something messed up in your brain when you do stuff like this in front of little children. Like, why would you? I've never, I don't care what you do in your bed. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to see it. That's your personal thing. It's not my business what you do in your bedroom. Why do you have this urge to plaster the whole society everywhere I look with your sexual preferences? To me, that means you're a pervert. If you have that urge, I don't march around the cities with my wife naked to show to the whole world what is my sexual preference. Do you think that's because your sexual preference as a heterosexual male, assuming that's what you are, is that your rights haven't been in, uh, impeded with in, in historically in society? Like if you're, a, if, you're, if you're a gay man, and I don't mean happy, I mean gay man, interested in other men. Um, you, 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 Homosexual uh, man. Right. You had put up with a whole like you had to if you were a gay person, male or female, you had to hide who you were until like basically the 60s. And that was well, that wasn't fun either, because then you had to get abused by society and by police and by the courts and this and that. Like, you know, Alan Turing basically helped World War uh, helped the Allies win World War Two, but then was jailed for being a homosexual, was stripped of all of his um security clearances and then committed suicide are you so, talking about the guy of uh, enigma right the guy well, that broke enigma so i'm well, just curious he didn't. well first of all he didn't it was too polished but, you, but my greater point is that he was then marginalized and then put in jail and then committed suicide all because he was gay so it's not the same for arthur pawlowski as it was for alan turing no, right like no, you, no, you didn't no. have to fight for straight rights no is no what I'm listen saying. do you know where the slavs come from you know what the word Slavic comes from because the white people what, Slav, what does that have to do with what i just said it has everything to do because we in poland behind the iron curtain were taken as slaves throughout hundreds of years through centuries and you don't see me marching on the streets of calgary and saying my rights before were violated and my great great grandfather was taken as a slave and and then when i was growing up behind the iron curtain under the boots of the soviets under the boots yes, of the communists. Yes, but but Arthur, I, I understand that. But but you just said something out loud that would make a gay person look at you and be like, This man hates me when you say that your God caused a flood that killed people because that man is gay. So that is the difference between 2023 Arthur and 2023 gay person. Homosexuality right? is a perversion, it's unnatural against biology perversion. And it reminds me of the story when I was on the streets feeding the homeless and I was delivering a sermon and a prostitute started to yell at me and cursed me and F you and F that. So finally I stopped and what is your beef? And she says, well, you are talking about God. God is love. 
And I, what I'm doing, I'm giving love to men. Therefore, you cannot say that what I'm doing is sinful. <laughs> I mean, uh, where does this stop? I mean, who decides what's natural and what's unnatural? Homosexual act is a violent act. It's an unnatural act. Full stop. You can take it. You can leave it. I don't care. Again, I am delivering biology one-on-one. I'm telling you, this is unnatural. This is not the way it was designed. Those two things do not match, period, full stop. Even animals know it. So why do I have to see it? Why am I subjected to this craziness non-stop wherever I go? I mean, I can't even, I can't even watch a movie right now without being indoctrinated or attacked by someone's preferences in, in, in sexuality in their bed. Leave it. Leave it to yourself. No one, I've never ever seen in my life a homosexual people being attacked. I, I've seen Really? Uh, never. You've never, never seen the Muslims that came up to you and congratulate you on your views on the LGBT community. You've never seen video of people in uh, Afghanistan being thrown off rooftops because they're gay. You've never seen. No, that? no, no. no. I, I'm not talking about Afghanistan. Like, come on. Have you I'm seen? Uh, have you seen Christians being chopped? Uh, their heads losing. I mean, are we going to go into a video? I'm talking about Canada. We're living here. Here is democracy. Here are all all of our rights should be protected. I've seen Christians persecuted. I am the most persecuted person in this country right oh, now. Really? Yes. If you know anybody else that has more tickets than I receive, I have 340. Uh, do you tickets. think tickets mean persecution? Have you tried drinking the water in Nunavut? 120 courts, millions of dollars, multiple arrests, being put in metal cages, no water, no washroom, being suffocated, tortured, kidnapped, taken to a max spot, taken without the evaluation of the doctors and the knowledge of the Alberta Health Services to a psych ward. All of those things are Soviet-style torture. I've never heard yet, yet, anyone... Yet still better than how your God would treat a homosexual. Well, if you got to beef with my God, you got to talk to him. I don't treat homosexuals with contempt. I feed them. I just don't want them to attack yeah. my views and shoved that perversion down my throat and leave the children alone. Let the kids be kids. Let them grow up in a natural way. Here you have an adult male dressed in a perverted, twisted, unbelievably sick way in front of a five-year-old kid and you think that's normal? I think that you're taking, because you jump around a lot. I think you're taking an anecdotal, uh, you're taking an anecdote and you're applying it to the entire um, segment of the population who doesn't identify as being heterosexual. So I think that's why at the beginning of this, I wanted to compartmentalize the transgender issue because it is very different, I think, from the rest of it. And I'm not agreeing with you. I'm just saying it's it's when we put them all together as one. And, and I actually disagree with activists that do that as well. But I'm just saying, like, you know, there's a lot to unpack here. And I think a lot of it does explain why your vote count was low. I think that you are living kind of in the 50s here. Like you keep well, on calling you keep on calling gay people and I'm not talking about transgender people, people wearing the anecdote of, pe of people wearing dresses in front of 5-year-olds. I'm just talking about, you know, gays and lesbians. 
and you you keep you've called it a perversion like a half a dozen times. People find that hateful and offensive. Like well, it is very, and that's, and that's fine. That's that's fine. Then uh, you don't have to worry about it. So why why you I do have to worry about it because I have friends that are are gay and lesbian, and I don't want them to feel like like they're being persecuted. Right, like well, you, you I'm know being, what persecution being, feels like. You know what I'm it feels like. I'm but don't you, but don't you find it strange that you feel persecuted, and you are then persecuting an entire swath of this society? But how do I persecute them? So you just called them perverts about five or six so times. That's my opinion. Do you have opinions, or if your opinions are contrary to my opinion, that means you're persecuting me? I so don't have. Say, I don't have opinions say, on. Say, I, yeah, I, have, I, I have opinions on religious people. Um, but my opinion isn't that they're like nuts or crazy. In fact, I've become a little bit more soft on religion recently. You're, you're kind of pushing me back in the other direction, though, because the, the idea that God is committing murder because gay people exist is is fucking insane. That's I don't care. It doesn't matter. Clearly. Whatever, whatever your opinion is, it's your opinion. As long as you're not hurting someone attacking someone beating someone up it's your opinion you're entitled okay i agree with that i agree with that i agree with that where does opinion meet incitement you think well if i would say you know what we need to get rid of homosexuals by you know hanging them on every tree then that would be a criminal offense inciting harm i don't wish harm on those people Actually, I don't want to be subjected to seeing anything they do. Whatever they do, it's their personal business. Why do I have to be subjected to your personal sexual preferences? That's my beef. And that's my only beef with those people. I don't shove my stuff everywhere you look, everywhere you go with my sexuality. Why do you feel that you have to do that on the rest of us? And why, or why you have to do that to the little children? That's my beef. What, whatever you do in your bed, I don't care. I don't want you want to sleep with a donkey. That's your business. Okay. Animal activists are going to have a problem with you. And now you just compared gay people to bestiality. This is what I mean. I, I just think that there is a way to go about, and maybe it's just religion. You know, if you if you can defend a god that would purposely kill people with natural disaster because they're gay or because they sinned or whatever i question that god and i'm kind of happy i don't believe in that god that's fine and that's your choice i mean every single person has been left with freedom to choose if you're looking for god that loves you well he proved that dying for your sin on that cross but if you will not repent if you're not turn away from whatever you're doing you can be a thief Thieves will end up in hell. If you are a murderer, if you're a rapist, if you murdered your own child, you want some more stuff? I believe that there is nothing worse than a mother murdering her baby in her own womb. There is nothing, absolutely there is no more that you can add to your sin than when a mother murders her own beloved baby in her own belly in the name of convenience. So... Those types of people are murderers. They are the real murderers. You're comparing God and you're saying he is the murderer, but he yeah. created us and he died in our place for our sin. That's ultimate love. But if you choose your path of destruction, it's your own doing. It's your own sin that is going to 
get you dead in hell. Part of the reason I, I have such a problem with the things that you're saying is because the, the hiding behind the religion aspect is a non-starter for me because you cannot prove anything that you're saying because you can't prove that God exists. Well, prove to me that you are a homosexual and you're attracted to... I'll send you a tape later. <laughs> I'm not a homosexual. I'm just well, saying. You know, prove to me that two male are contactable, you know, that they're, they're, they can work together in under the biology um, without the problems. We know that there is all kinds of problems with this act. I mean, I spent a lot of time, especially during the COVID um, era with doctors, and they were telling me about what they have to do to those people when they behave in such a way. Uh, they have to sew their backs. Uh, there are all kinds of venereal problems, all kinds of psychological problems. There, there's a mess attached to something that is unnatural. So me, that's my opinion. My opinion is, I think it's unhealthy. I think it's wrong. I don't want to see it. If you want to do it, it's fine by me. That's up to you. Keep it private. Your sexualization, keep it private. You will never see me walking around the city yelling and screaming at someone that has different sexual preferences. But when I'm being attacked by those people, when my children are being attacked, being forced to accept somebody else's sexuality or else, I call that homo-fascism. Okay. Arthur Pawlowski, I appreciate you coming today. And uh, and yeah, we'll, uh, we'll keep an eye on your case when your sentencing happens on August 9th. Thank you very much, sir. Okay. God bless. Bye-bye. Have a good one. That was fucked up. Um, I'm not sure if you guys can tell, but I'm uh, turning a new page here. <laughs> Blackballed. I'm a little bored of uh, letting people talk. I, and I think that um, I did you guys a disservice in the past by just letting people say things. I think this interview um, is kind of like my first one at the gate since I went on my little mini hiatus there. I think um, I hope you liked that uh, style of interview better because there is a lot of things that he said that I just find um, very troubling. And uh, and yeah, so it's uh, I, I'm I'm kind of glad that I challenged him. That I, I you know I, I was looking at this in one or two ways. Uh, the usual James, I would have just let him keep going and keep going and keep going with the overarching idea that he would eventually hang himself. And then I opted for a choice too, which is just like, nah, fuck it. Just challenge him and, and, and see, you know, and maybe you guys don't think I challenged him enough. That's, I didn't want to turn it into a Fox News thing. I tried to keep it sort of light, but there was a bunch of stuff that he said that I found really offensive. And uh, because I love Douglas so much um, and other people in my uh, friend family tree, um, several, I think, I guess I know I'm, I'm, friends and real friends not just like fake friends but real friends with maybe i don't know a dozen gay and lesbian people it, it just you know they're not perverts out of all of them probably i'm the most perverted <laughs> right so i hope that uh i hope that made uh, a couple of people that are watching this um you know happier than it would have if i than they would have been if i had just sort of let them talk 
So, um, yeah, I appreciate everybody for watching. In about an hour, uh, we'll hit you with Casual Friday. And uh, we have a new, we have a couple of new things. So, uh, Spenny's going to join us. And, um, and what I'm going to do is I'm just going to talk. I'm just going to, when Spenny goes, I'm just going to talk to people who uh, are in the chat. So, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to post the link. I know that Dan is coming out. Um, and if nobody wants to come out, then, uh, I'll end the show early, but otherwise I'm going to just keep some, uh, keep people coming in and out for 15 minutes and just talk to you guys, my friends, the viewers, whatever. And, uh, so yeah, so we'll see you at nine o'clock on black ball. It is your favorite girl. That's right. It's the Ali Mars, the one and the only. Everyone else just ain't me. I am the host of Welcome to Mars, a lifestyle podcast where nothing is off the table. I have come a long way from sex and dating and have transformed the new vibe to all things lifestyle. We still talk sex, but I'm more interested in the journey, where people have come from, how they made it, and where they're going. Subscribe or follow to a brand new look and a brand new era. Welcome to Mars. Subscribe or follow on Apple, Spotify, Google, or at theallymars.com. Because even with the new look, I'm still that same bitch you love to hate. I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent. Almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com.